Soon enough. Yeah. More important things lie in the wake of life. Indeed. And we will, uh, we'll take them on as they come. Yep. Such is the way. Such is the way. And as it always shall be, as it always has been. What are you drinking tonight, Shane? Dan, I am enjoying a throwback to an earlier episode. A little bit of Lead Slingers bourbon. Mm. I uh, finally got a, got my hands on it. It was uh, $30 a bottle, so not, uh, not too pricey. And at, uh, at 40 proof, well, 40%, 80 proof, it doesn't really have a, a lot of a bite. Um, it just has a good, good flavor. It's got that oaky, kind of that vanilla bourbon taste where it's got, you know, just enough, enough spice to it that it's, uh, it's, it's flavorful. It's definitely flavorful. Goes down smooth. First two glasses had them neat and, uh, I, they were just perfect. Really enjoyed them. Very threw nice. in, uh, threw in some ice, a little, uh, a little bit of ice for these next two. Um, just a splash of Coke, just to kind of open up that flavor a little bit more. Give it that kind of bubbles in there, kind of bubbly, sweet taste. And so far, yeah, all that combined, some really good stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a good eight out of ten. It's uh, it's nice. real good, real good, especially for the price. It's it's good stuff, and for being made for uh, for Marines, you know, this yeah. is still uh, some quality shit. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Right. Probably a dose of crayon in there too. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's that's actually that's the extra flavor that you're. That's you're right. right that's there. that's the flavor right there. It's the crayon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan, that's, that's uh, a solid choice. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, it was a good recommendation on your part, and uh, finally got around to it. But uh, what uh, what do you got in your glass this uh, this evening? So Dan? this is this is actually a gift. So I have no idea how much it costs. Um, that's the best part. But, yeah, I know, right? Free is how much it costs for me. So <laughs> exactly. That's all that <laughs> so this one's actually something I don't typically go for. It's a scotch. Uh, for those okay. that don't know, scotch is a Scottish whiskey. Makes sense, right? Absolutely. Um, I actually <laughs> didn't know that at first. And then I did a little bit of research and found out. It may- makes sense. But anyway. You're that um, much smarter now. Yeah, I know. Just an extra... Well, I was about to say extra chromosome, but I don't think that's the right thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you might not want that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, scotch. Something I don't really drink, so I don't have anything to compare it to. The only other scotch I've had is Macallan, the 12 year uh-huh. Macallan, which was also really good, also very expensive. Absolutely. Um, so in comparison, honestly, I think I kind of like this more. It's called Copper Dog. Copper Dog. Um, Based on the description on the bottle, it is eight separate whiskeys put in one cask to finish, oak cask, right, to make it technically a bourbon, I suppose. Um, and then I guess they threw in some fruit in there too. So okay, um, it's also it's also eighty proof, forty percent alcohol uh, by volume. So not like super crazy. It's not a it's not a huge bite. Uh, but you still get a little bit of that, little bit of that kick, very, very gentle kick. Um, 
and then you get a nice flavor of a little bit of fruit at the end of it. So you, you get that typical, I don't want to say typical, but you get that whiskey feel to it with that, right. that, that little kick. And then you finish it off with a little bit of fruit flavor at the end of it, but it's not super sweet. Okay. You know, so it's got a real, it's a nice blend of flavors. Super impressed uh, by this particular scotch. And um, I think I got to give it a 7.5, 7.5, maybe 7.6. Uh, but solid, very solid. I like it. Copper dog. Definitely holds its own. I like, yeah. uh, I like the design of the, uh, the bottle. I like, uh, I like the aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's very, yeah. uh, very good looking, uh, very good looking product. And I'm uh, glad to hear it that might... the, uh, it's got that mature flavor, you know? Yeah. It, it might be something that Sean Connery would drink. Yeah. You know? Not, but not like the James Bond Sean Connery, like, like the Hunt for Red October Sean Connery. Yeah, like he's he's you know a classy I mean? guy, but he's still like a fucking alcoholic. So yeah, he knows what he likes, but he's not spending top dollar because you know he's got an alcohol problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's got to save. He's got to save some money while he's drinking it all away. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you did you know he died not long ago? I did not. Wow. Yeah, he. I, I, being old, I guess. I don't know. Um, he was yeah, old I as mean, shit, though. Yeah, that, that does fucking happen, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even, <laughs> even even in Hollywood, fuck. I mean, Betty White's like 100 yeah. now or something like that. Oh, dude, at least. She survived fucking two world wars and uh, the invention of uh, Facebook, so that's that's pretty impressive. That is impressive, dude. You know? Um, arguably one of the greatest accomplishments accomplishments of all time arguably could be could be you know what always blows my mind though is uh there are still world war ii vets out there yeah that's they not many not many but they uh they're still some of them are still around and dude if you think about it if they didn't lie to get into the service that means they were at least 18 to 20 years old when they went in yeah right so now they're, they're, they're over a hundred. Yeah. They're over a hundred or right there knocking on the door. That's crazy, dude. If you can, <laughs> you can survive a world war and still live to be a century man. Like you just got a different type of genetics. Yeah. Like truly Definitely. built different. Yeah. Not only mentally, but also your cock just has to be huge. Massive, massive dog, massive yeah. fucking nads. Just you, you got to sure. wear your depends just so they're not dragging on the floor everywhere you go. Yeah, like yep. that's just it's one uh, of those one of those tape to the thighs type of dicks, you know. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta strap you that bad boy in. Yeah, it's like it's so big, like you can't even fuck chicks because <laughs> it would kill them. You know. <laughs> They would just die. And like, yeah. no one's enjoying that. So it's like bragging rights, but at what cost? Yeah, it's more aesthetic than anything. Indeed. Which, you know, you know it's fun in, to in look its at. Way is, is majestic. That's true. Fun to look at, fun to play with, not fun to insert. Right. Right. Unless, uh, unless we're talking about alpha injection, because uh, it's fun to play with. It's fun to look at, and it is very fun to insert. Yeah. And we always recommend it.
and it's always hard. Always hard. She never slacks. <laughs> uh, anyway, good intro. That was a proud of that intro. Yeah, that was top notch. Uh, yeah. yeah, one one more thing to add to that. The I remembered the name of the scotch that I had. It was uh, I get I don't know how to pronounce. It. I don't speak fucking Scottish, but uh, Art Ardbeg, I think. It's like a green bottle with like a uh, a black black sealed top, and uh, interesting. You know, it's, it's it's the whole like traditional Scotch, you know, with like the peat peat casket taste, you know, and it it, it truly tasted yeah. like just like charcoal. Um, I could nice. see <laughs> how there could be some flavor to it, you know, like if if you like drank it, like nothing but that for you know, a couple decades, you know, you were like a, mm. a middle-aged man and you had become thus accustomed to the taste. It would taste good. But uh copper dog from what you're saying, Oof. sounds like it's good as is. Yeah. And I, uh, it is, I think I'm going to add that to my list real high on the top just so I can mix things up. Yeah. Not, not one that'll take two decades. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't got, we don't got that long. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> We live, we live fast. Do Scottish people have their own language? Um, it might as well be, from my and understanding, their accent, right? Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 pretty thick. Um, yeah. If I, it might, it might be some type of Gaelic language. Yeah, it's. Mm. Uh, I went a full Jamie off the Joe Rogan podcast, and I just pulled that shit up, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's Scottish Gaelic. You know, it's uh so very, very old. I, I highly doubt anybody actually speaks it anymore. It's kind of like Latin. It's yeah, it's probably like something that's, you know, rarely taught. Maybe maybe yeah. among families or something like that. Maybe um, in the church or something. Yeah, maybe. You know, and like, even then, uh, like, like the I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, they're they're Protestant. So I, I think. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I think they're Catholic. It might be Catholic. I don't know. I need some I, I need think, fucking history lesson. I wouldn't be surprised if they're Catholic only because of the um, the English rule at the time. Right. You know, like in the Braveheart days. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Catholicism is what, what, what the, their church is. But Braveheart's a badass movie. That's a that's a whole separate thing. It is. Yeah, that's dude. That's a podcast. That's an episode in itself, dude. Oh, dude, we could we could just talk about like badass like war and fucking like like man movies, dude. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, a good that's one. A good idea. I tell yeah. you what, though. I tell you what, though. Write that one down. Yep, jotting it down. Jotting that down. There's uh there's a special uh a special unique sir uh person that's coming on for uh for that episode though. And that is none other than uh, Alan Schlesinger. Oh, dude. He is that a true master of like the culture of man. Like what it is mm. to just like be a fucking man. Like that dude, just, he is just, yeah. he, is, he is a man. Truly. A brute. A brute, but with a strong intellect yeah like 
he he plays the card of a very simple man, yeah. you know, to most because as he's told me before, and we've discussed, you know, like why would he waste his, his time with people who just really don't care, you know, facts. Yeah. And so, but dude, like wicked, wicked smart, wicked smart, wicked strong, badass, straight guy. up New Yorker, just from, from Brooklyn. Like he's, he's just that guy. He's that guy. Dude, I, I was actually talking about about him the other day. I was using him as an example for like a, a straight up New Yorker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's that guy. Yeah, he, he is that guy, dude. Really? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Let's uh let's get to it, man. Let's fucking hammer down. Let's fucking buckle in episode. Let's get this shit rolling. Yeah, I think uh, we, uh, you know, we were we we we, we've taken fucking what was it been six six weeks off since our last sode, you know? Yeah, and uh, we've both been we've been putting in work, and uh, we've been we've been moving in the shadows, you know, as the great uh, as the great warrior poet Lil Wayne said. You know, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Mm. And uh, we're real G's. And uh, we've been we've been taking this time to uh, realign. So I think uh, the the main the main theme of this episode is going to be. is going to be realignment. You know, realigning mm. priorities in your life, your your schedule, your focuses, and uh, you know, without without further ado, further ado, I say uh, we start go ahead and breaking that down. Yeah, breaking it down. It's actually kind of difficult to do sometimes. It is. It is. Mo- I would say mostly because of what else is going on in your life? Um, and a lot of time, I, at least for me personally, like this realignment or rescheduling or reevaluation, whatever you want to call it. Um, typically it doesn't happen until something changes. You know what I mean? Something until you're forces forced it to. to happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's really why. Otherwise, I mean, don't, don't fix something that's not broken. Right. Yeah. So when things change, when an obstacle comes around, you know, what do you do? You reevaluate, um, reassess the situation, figure out what you have to do. Cause sometimes these obstacles do not go away easily. Um, and some of them last for a long time, so much so to where it's like, is this ever going to fucking end? Yeah. And, and I think when it gets to that point, that's when you need to kind of reevaluate, reassess what's going on. Um, it might be a lot of reassessment. It might be a little bit. It might be one or two things. Could you be might a have quick to change. Fix. It could be. Hopefully it is, you know, but I mean, come on, you and I both know that at some point it's going to be 
a big thing. It's not going to be small. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of reassessing and a lot of trial and error too. That's the worst part is figuring something out and then making it work because some things don't work. You know, you might try certain things out. You might try waking up at 4 a.m., but, you know, maybe that has to change. You know, maybe 4 a.m. doesn't cut it for whatever reason, dude. Everybody's life is different. So it's it's hard to generalize stuff like this because for everybody, it's going to be different. Sure, uh, sure. We've all got those the different fact factors. Is, yeah, exactly. You know, but the what everybody ends up going through at some point is the reevaluation process, is the reassessment, whether it's long-term, short-term, or whatever. Um, it's, it's essential. I think this is one thing, though, that is a clear indicator of the, that mindset that you need to have, you know, that alpha mindset. Yeah. It's, it's the reevaluation, but it's also the way you approach it the reevaluation, especially when it's a situation when it seems like it's never going to end. It seems like it's just the world is falling apart. You know, the interminable pain and suffering of those problems, whatever it is. They just keep stacking up. There's not enough time in the day. Yep. Yeah. I think, uh, and then, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then the negativity swells in and that's when it's like, okay, this sucks. The negativity makes it worse. And now it's just a consistent decline of mentality, but also productivity. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the hardest part. So continue with what you were going to say. Okay. Um, Yeah. You actually just helped me like breach into this, this next part of it. I think uh, we can make a clear, delineated separation between readjustment and realignment you mm. know like yeah and and this today this this modern society in the in the corporate world in the uh the government the military wherever you work like buzzwords are huge everyone likes to get you know nice and floral with their prose like like to make words yeah. pretty right and uh you know they they take they take these spins on on phrases and words that are used. And sometimes it's just like, kill me. This is fucking annoying. Like, why can't they just mm-hmm. say like something simple? Right. But we, we don't deal with the simple. We deal with the complex and then we make it simple. So yeah. we're going to make this simple. There's readjustment and there's realignment readjustment. There's something small that's coming up in your life again and again and again. And it's an easy solution. And it's easy for you to do it. Okay. You, there's traffic, you know, on your way to work. So you take a different way into work. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe it takes 10 minutes longer. So you wake up 10 minutes earlier so you can, you know, study, read scripture, jack off, whatever you want to do in the morning, work out. (laughs) Right. Any, anything productive, ideally. Right. That's an adjustment, a realignment. That's, that's the bigger thing that you've been talking about, right? Where you've had these obstacles just stacking up again and again and again. And everything you're doing is just not cutting it. Your motivation is low. You feel like 
everything's against you. Like you can't do anything right. Like that's when the signal, the signal's thrown, the, the yellow flag is thrown, you know, yeah. there's, there's a fucking penalty and that penalty is you're not dealing, you're not dealing the fucking damage you need to deal. And it's time for that realignment. Yeah. Okay. And the, the second part I want to make or point I want to make is that there's, there's two choices whenever this comes up, right? We can, you know, get that wake-up call for the realignment and face it head-on and start processing the problems, you know? It doesn't have to be right away that you don't, you don't always have the solution immediately, you know? Sometimes, like, you've been taking L's for a while now, and, you know, it, it takes you a while to get your brain moving as fast as your mouth or your body's moving, and you can finally start thinking through the problem. Fast. And then you do something, right? Other times, it comes to you right away. This is a solution. Okay, like, my work performance is slowing because I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm not getting enough sleep because of this, this, this. All these things are happening because I'm not, you know, going to the gym at a reasonable time, get too much caffeine in my body, I'm not eating good. So you got all these things stacked up, all these obstacles. Plus you got, you know, work stuff stacking up. You got all these problems stacked up. Yep. So you need to think through a way to start mitigating the damage until you can get back on top, right? That's option one. Option two, you just keep letting things stack up. You don't do anything positive to make the change. You just keep burying down deeper and deeper into yourself, taking the beatings until, A, you either just fucking fall on your face and collapse, or B, you revert back to solution one, say, I've had enough, and start getting to that realignment. Yeah. So uh, within, within that realignment, you know, let's, let's talk about uh, – let's talk about – a good way to go through that process to, to go through the realignment. Um, I think you've got a pretty good, a pretty good way to speak on that. So I want you to take the floor, take the floor for that one. Hmm. The realignment, man, that's, it can take time requires patience. Uh, patience is probably the number one trait that you have to exercise because it's going to take some trial and error nine times out of 10. If you are so intelligent that you knock it out in one go, I would be impressed. Just because if, if something requires realignment, that means shit has hit the fan or shit has completely changed like completely. Right. Yeah. So it does require some, you okay over there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Some, uh, making sure some sodas just fell. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Um, so yeah, anyway, patience, patience is huge. Trial and error is huge. It takes a lot of work. That is for sure. Takes a lot of work. Um, I think one thing that people have to keep in mind is that when it comes to things like this, 
like what is the goal you know what's the end state mm-hmm. it's probably in success right to be successful in achieving a goal or finance or right the end state is being successful at what you're doing uh because that's what we want to do we want to constantly improve we have goals to achieve uh regardless of what they are and so when something comes in the way when you got to realign it what it is is obstacles that are jumping in front of you sure and just like you were talking about earlier it's a realignment is a situation where it seems like it's never going to end. And so like we just talked about the negativity just keeps stacking on and one obstacle gets harder to face. And then the negativity just adds some more weight to that obstacle. And then when you finally get to the point to where you're not even over it, but you're kind of looking around, like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, there's another one in front of you and there's no light. Right. So it seems like it never ends. That's why you need patience. That's why it takes trial and error. But what do we do in situations when it's so bad that you you feel like you can't see the light, you know? And honestly, like the I feel like the biggest thing is just you can't forget why you're doing it. You can't forget what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. And um that's that's your guide that is your guide to what you need to do at at the end of the day. And it's, I know it sounds super simple and basic, but like realistically, that's, that's what it is. If you forget what you're doing, you're not going to be able to realign yourself to get past the obstacles. I mean, because you're going to, you're lost. If you forget what you're doing, you're lost. Right. Yeah. Like if you, if you don't have that, why, you know, that, that driving force factor, you know, mm-hmm. the, the goal ahead of you, it's, it's just meaningless, right? Yeah, it is. And so every obstacle you come across, you're going to look at it as, well, what's the point, right? Because you, right. you have nothing at, anymore. So you have to keep, no matter how dark it, it gets, no matter how deep the hole gets, no matter how many obstacles you face, it's not even a matter. I mean, it is a matter of getting up, but before you get up, you have to remember why you need to get up. And it's not even a, it's, it's not even an idea of, I want to, it's a matter of saying, I need to do this. It is a necessity, right? It is something that I have to achieve. So I have to find a way. And if you just start telling yourself, you have to do something, eventually you're going to do it. You know, it, it, if you're say if you say something like, well, I really should do this, you're acknowledging that you need to do it, but you're not saying you need to do it. You're just saying it's something that eventually you'll get to. You don't, you don't don't really mean it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So tell yourself you have to do something. Yeah. Like we, we, we talk about this a lot, right? Like, we, we are doers, you know, yeah. we, we don't just talk about things. We, we make things happen. And that is, yeah. that is through conscious effort is because when we see that these obstacles are in our way and these obstacles are just, you know, they're mounting up they're they're just, they're growing and growing, getting larger. 
we we slowly start to recognize them for what they're worth. Yeah. And once we do that, we can see what uh, what stands in the way of us mm-hmm. and overcoming these obstacles. Exactly. And what we talked about what that is, is distractions, right? Yep. The The things that are getting in the way of us realigning and overcoming these obstacles. Yep. Okay. And let's, let's go ahead and talk about one of the biggest, if not the biggest distractions that there is social media. Or I would argue that I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't argue that I would say it is the biggest distraction. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because it is with you everywhere you go. It's always in your pocket. Because you, you always have your phone. Not a single person has a standard, it's not even standard, has an old school, te- I, I don't even, what would you call them? It's, uh, it's just a cell phone, I guess, if you want to call it that. Because, <laughs> I mean, the only way to distinguish that is, is calling what we have now <laughs> smartphones, right? Because, yeah. you know, yeah. they are smarter than us. And supposedly, you know, supposedly, right? Because that's that's just a cell phone, I guess. You can use the cellular yeah. network to, to call someone on your cell phone. For, for, so I guess the, the main distinguishing factor would be the actual buttons that you had to push and depress. Yeah. Analog to, buttons. To make, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You know, you actually, so fun fact, side note, you know, remember the texting when it first started, like the reason people started shortening their words, like text into TXT was because you had to hit one button three times to get to one letter. Exactly. You remember that? Exactly, man. Yeah. And they had, uh, they had what fucking T9 or whatever it's called. I would oh, like yeah, predict dude. your messaging to try and save you button pushes to save your little thumbs yeah. some work, which you I know? could never figure out. I couldn't either. Now that now they just call it autocorrect. Exactly, that's much simpler, and I'm thankful yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, thank God. But anyway, uh, that was a side note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we always have it, right? Almost even fucking homeless people have smartphones, dude. Think Isn't that, that insane? That's why fuck homeless people. That's why. <laughs> fuck homeless people, dude. It's a fucking choice. That's also a side note. We can talk about that another time. Yeah. But anyway, um, back on track. Uh, distractions. Social media, always in your pocket because you take your phone everywhere. Even even your watch, dude. Even you can you can access shit on your watch now. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's just how open we are to social media. The crazy thing is it, it's it's hard to even call it social media now because a lot of people aren't even really that social and it's taking away from the so the actual in person social abilities that people used to have. Right. Um so distraction as far as distractions, like how it's so easy to look at your phone and then, you know, Instagram started as you're sharing pictures of things you might be interested in, right. For photographers or aspiring photographers or whatever, Mm -hmm. 
right? I remember in 2013 or 14, I had it. I probably had like six photos on it up until I got out of the Marines, really, 2016. Mm -hmm. I was not on social media very much. Um, that's also when I started getting more into the whole fitness realm. And, you know, I was trying to, I don't know, make a name for myself with working out and looking hot. But it didn't really work out. Things kind of changed a little bit. I also didn't put that much effort into it. Um, but it's so easy for it to become a distraction because now that everybody has the the ability to make minute long videos, I mean, shit, the reels or, or the, the Instagram TV or whatever, like you can make as it's basically fucking YouTube. Yeah, I mean, really like, yeah. And now, now like TikTok, I don't even know why people still make TikToks because now you can do the same thing on Instagram now, yeah. you know? So it's just the scrolling effect is like the pictures and then now you have videos. So if you want to look at funny videos and whatnot, you can, if you want to look at pictures, you can, and you can just endlessly scroll and probably be entertained and amused the the crazy thing is amuse amusement when you when you break down what that word means or the the where it was derived from yeah the derivative i suppose Indeed. amusement is the absence of thought yeah that's why to muse something is to think yeah or to think of something i suppose but it's just so easy you pull it out yeah, like I can't tell you how many times I go into an elevator and people pull out their phones or, or when you go into a rating or a, a waiting room, you know, right. everybody pulls out their phones and, and what are they doing? Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing, dude. They're scrolling through Instagram, looking dude, at pictures, like, looking at videos, just, worthless videos and pictures. Yes. Keep in mind. Absolutely worthless. They are, they're looking for something to kill the time, pass the time. That's um, it. I am extremely guilty of this because mm -hmm. I have a very hyperactive brain. So like I always sure. have to be doing something. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. I like, so like, honestly, most of the time, like I have to be doing multiple times, like multiple things at once. Charles, yeah. I am so fucking bored. Like, mm. like I'll just shoot myself, you know? You but, know what's uh, crazy that, 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 that but, you say that though, you, Keep going. No. Keep sorry. Keep going. Um, like closing comments on that thought, and this is going to be something that we opened up in a little bit. Is the reason for that is I don't know if it's like the dopamine or the ser serotonin response, right? It's one of those mm -hmm. chemicals that we get that response every time something pleasurable happens, right? Yep. You know, like we we fucking we we win a race. We fucking eat something tasty. We have sex. Mm -hmm. We see something funny or see something sexy online. Like that's that dopamine response. And yeah. our brains in this modern consumerist age are so, I'll use this word again, consumed by it. That they're mm -hmm. always looking for that next fix, no matter what it can be. Because yeah. it's not that we are trying to, you know, actually be happy. It's we are a addicted to this response so we're trying to fulfill that addiction we are trying we're we are starting at a deficit and trying to get back to a neutral not into the from neutral to positive we are trying to get back to neutral and that is why it's painful it's draining and we do it constantly and, and it's incredibly influencing too yes it is ever ever That's and 
all reaching. That's the scary part, man. Mm -hmm. It is, it is the biggest distraction in the world, but it is a giant influencer. Yep. And not, and a lot of times it's not of great things. It's not like, you know, you're not building the tribe. That's for sure. Nope. You know what I mean? Uh, dude. Okay. And I'll admit, maybe some people aren't nearly as influenced, you know, maybe some people, um, I, dude, I don't know. Everybody's different Ge- on a general, a general basis. How much does it influence you? But more importantly, how much does it distract you? The distraction is so important because if you spend three hours a day collectively, not at one time, but throughout the day, on social media or on various entertainment like YouTube or whatever, it's all a distraction unless you're using it to actually learn something, which Dude, I can, I'm willing to bet that you're not. Let me, um, let me give you a fat statistic real quick. Oh dude. Hit, hit me, dude. I got my screen time report for the week. Oh God. Guess what the daily average was for, for what? For my time looking with my screen open. Okay, screen open. Screen open. Daily average. Seven. I'm going to say six and a half hours. Five hours and 57 minutes. That's crazy, dude. Two hours of that is homework and school related. That means four hours of that, I was scrolling through Instagram or, or fucking... It was most of it was Instagram. Maybe... Wow probably half of that Instagram. The other two hours was texting or, you know, like shopping online, looking for stuff or some other random thing. Right. Um, Granted, obviously there's a big uptake on Sunday because of football, you know, whole different, whole different scenario that's excused because I'm a fucking American alpha blood, alpha fucking primate (laughs) male. Who loves yeah. American football? That's excused. However, six hours a day per per fucking week. Think like think about that. Like just for just we'll, we'll move on in a second, but just for one second, like like if you're if you're listening to this, like look at your screen time, right? Like I'm actually doing it right now. Look at it. Um, yeah. Think about it. Like you you sleep. Okay, most of us probably sleep six hours or less a night which is yeah. fucked up already. That's fucking killing your brain and your body. Like sleep more. If you do any, if you listen to anything from this podcast, go to sleep for eight hours a night. That's all I want you to take away from this. It will improve your life so much that you will never look back from it. But you sleep eight hours a night. Okay. You go to work for eight hours. You have now eaten up 16 hours out of 24. That means yeah. Six of the remaining hours of your day is spent looking at a phone. Granted, maybe some of that is during work hours, right? You're either, you get to work early and you're looking at your phone then, or you're on break, you're looking at your phone then, but you're leaving yourself two hours to enrich your mind or hone your body or be with your family or anything like that, right? Yeah. Just yeah. two hours. But even if you dedicated that two hours completely to those pursuits, think of what you could do. Even with that yeah. small, small amount. 
So I think something let's try to do a very small adjustment. Let's just drop our fucking screen time. Let's get our fucking eyes away from our, our phones. Unless it's Dude. truly work related or something like that. And let's track those hours. Hours where yeah. you can you can confirm fucking scientifically, like that's work related. I can fucking schedule that as work shit, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm making money. Yeah. I'm doing what I gotta do. The rest of it, fucking throw that shit out. You're fucking changing songs in your playlist because you're working out. Okay, good. One second, shut the screen off. Gone. You're back in the gym. You're driving yeah. somewhere. You're looking at directions. Cool. That's fine. That's excused. But like, let's just get our fucking screen time down. Like we can quickly send messages to people that we're talking to that we don't see all the time and then just turn the fucking screen off and start getting back into real life. It's too easy. So like, let's, dude, let's just I, make it happen. Let's make it happen, dude. And I love that you said that because I, I, I would break it down even more. I would say, yeah. let's just, cause you can see this on the iPhone is a pretty crazy thing. You can yeah. see what you spend your time on, right? The yep. different apps. It'll tell you exactly what app you spent this amount of time on, right? What your yep. weekly average was or whatever. I would say break it down even more. Start with one app at a time. Yeah. If you're, if you're, Average for the week is three hours on Instagram daily. Let's reduce that time. Yeah. Right. Let's reduce the time on Instagram. Let's reduce the time on. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. Cause I don't use 95% of the apps I have on my phone, yep. but you know, let's reduce one app at a time. You know, some people, some people legitimately work nonstop on their phones. I, I can't really say I do. I mean, my fu- my job is all on the phone, but you know I might take a call here and there mm-hmm. from my cell phone, not very mm-hmm. often, right? So, you know, one app at a time. Like, start small, and then build up. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're gonna feel the difference, not only men- mentally and in, in you're in mentality throughout the day, but just in the things that you do throughout the day. You're gonna be able to accomplish more. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to task organize better. You're going to be able to feel more productive, but you have to use your time wisely. It's crazy that you, you brought that up uh, about the, the time of the day, right? You have 24 hours in a day. Let's, let's just say you sleep for eight hours and then you're at work for eight hours, right? Yep. 16 hours gone. You have six more hours. Okay. So it takes 30 minutes to eat three times a day. So that's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you have four and a half hours. You work out for two hours. Now you have two hours, you know? So like, let's break down the time that you're actually spending throughout the day mm-hmm. and you'll see eight hours. If you go to sleep at eight o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night, let's just say nine o'clock at night. If you go to sleep at nine o'clock at night, you can wake up at five o'clock in the morning Yep. and, and attack your day. Let's say you don't go to work until eight in the morning. Like you leave your house at eight in the morning. So that means from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., you have three hours. What are you doing with that time? What are you doing with the time that you have? Yeah. What positive effect are you going to have on your life? It's your life. Why not be the positive change? Yeah. Take action. This is what we talk about when we talk about evaluating. Yep. Or, or reevaluating, reassessing, you and know, sometimes, realignment. 
Yeah, exactly. Dude, sometimes it takes breaking down every single hour of your day. And, if that's, and that's something takes, that I'm so working it. on. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm working on. I've, I've been thinking about it recently because obviously I have a new child. Um, yeah. I think we did one episode after her birth. And that was yep. the last episode that we did until today. Um, but anyway, it, it, so since then, dude, it's been just fucking crazy, right? Dealing with a one-year-old and a one-month-old is mm-hmm. bananas. Dude. <laughs> for anybody that has experienced the same thing, like you, you're a king and queen for it. You know, it's, <laughs> dude, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot. And then a move you know, the whole business and work thing, like, dude, it's a lot. It's crazy. It's almost impossible to get a schedule down just because of the, the, their two are so close that their schedules are so different. Right. But you can't, you can't combine the schedules because it's just a fucking mess. But anyway, it's impossible. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it's, it's borderline impossible, but like, as you move forward, you kind of figure out how to deal with certain things, whether it's a child, whether it's a new thing at work, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, a wife, husband, whatever, whatever is affecting the change in your life, you have to reevaluate. It, that's what it comes down to is reevaluate what's going on. And then you assess the situation and you have to figure out how to break down your day to become effective, to become less distracted, to become more efficient for whatever it is that you need to do. And in my case, I'm currently working on uh, not only breaking down my finances dollar by dollar, but also breaking down my time. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say minute by minute, but pretty much hour by hour, I'm working on breaking down the time to where I can become effective for my family. I can become effective at work. I can become effective at work while I'm at home if I need to, because my job is pretty much 24 seven. Uh, unfortunately, but it is. And um, then figuring out what else we need to do, like on the side, right? Like the extra stuff, the miscellaneous stuff that you, it's hard to account for. So sometimes that's what it takes, but the reassessment, the reevaluation, it has to be done. And then from there, you build on top of that. And it, like we said, it's trial and error. Some things are going to work. Some things that don't work. If they don't work, stop doing it. And then figure something else out. But the biggest thing, that's why I said this is, this is probably one of the determining factors. The biggest thing is not forgetting that there is a purpose for doing what you're doing. There is a purpose. And if you forget that purpose, you are lost. You cannot forget that purpose. That is your soul drive. That is the road that you're on. You might go on lefts and rights and twisties and turnies, but the end of the road is what you're fighting for. So that's what you have to keep in mind every single day, every hour, every minute. That's why you're doing it. What is it? And for everybody, it's going to be different. Yeah. But that's what you have to keep in mind. That's the, that's the shit right there. It's, it's a weird concept, right? Because like, it's, it's like a lighthouse, you know, we, uh, we leave port and it's, it's there, you know, and we're always thinking about it when we're off at sea, going to wherever yeah. we're going. And when we return, it's there again to guide us back in. Yeah. So it's like, 
it's it's there at the beginning and it's it's there like you said at the end it's the end goal too so yeah. it's got that duality with it why do i start and why do i keep going dude here's the deep shit you ready for this dude bring it to me dan in the beginning you see that beaming light sending you on your way indeed right? and initially you got to get through that wake that fucking yes. those crashing fucking waves. It's there's probably a storm already coming, right? Probably those crashing waves. You got to get over those that fucking wake, and then you finally get to the wake in the soft sea. But as you get to that soft sea, guess what? That light in the back that's going away. You can't that's fucking see it anymore. That that's gone. Pretty soon it's gone. You're out in the middle of the fucking ocean, and yep. nobody is there to save you. You are all alone. It's just you. There's. It's just fucking you and your tiny little fucking dingy boat, bro. Mm-hmm. And and you can't see the lighthouse. You cannot see the light on the other end of the ocean. But what do you have to do? Keep fucking you to, rowing. You got to look at the stars, dude. Because that's your guide, right? Old olden times. You got to look at the mm-hmm. stars. You got to do some. You got to do some navigation. You, you got to look at your map. You got fucking... to plug in the digits, right? You, you yep. got to go through the process, dude. This is the process. Dude, and they... then eventually. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, you're going to go through storms and waves. And the ocean is a big motherfucker. Big and deep. And eventually, if you keep following the process, you get to where you're going. And you see that light. But that light is there for the storms. That light is there for when you're getting close and the storms are coming in even harder than they were before. And now you're, you're experiencing some wake on the way inbound now too, not just outbound, but inbound. So now you're getting some heavy wake and you're, you're getting some, your crazy currents and storms are coming in, dude. But that's what that lighthouse is for. You can see that faint light in the distance. Yeah. But it, you got to go through the process. And sometimes you fuck up your coordinates, right? How many times on the land nav course you fuck up your coordinates, you get lost? Every fucking time. But what do you do? You know the process. You know what you have to do to figure out where you are. But figuring out where you are is the first step. Sometimes that's a pain in the ass, a huge pain in the ass. But once you figure out where you are, now you can replot your course, the realignment, right? The reassessment, the realignment. And you can get to your fucking point. You can get to where you're going. You can make that shit happen. Except it's in life. It's not on the land nav course. It's in life. It's real fucking life. That's it, dude. It's hard as fuck, though. (laughs) It's fucking... It's hard. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. Life is fucking hard, man. I don't care what anyone says. Dude, whoever says it's not, like, God bless you. Because... (laughs) But also, you, fuck you. <laughs> but also, fuck you. Because you, you just, you must have just everything, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's that celestial, celestial navigation, right? Yeah. Using the stars and the bodies of stars to navigate. And what I would, what I would liken that to is, you know, trusting the path that is set before you. Yeah. Because we, we've talked about this before on the show is like, you know, trusting that there is a plan already for you, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I still I strongly believe that 
for, for most of our lives, things happen that are bound to happen regardless of what yeah. we do. But there are times when the nights are very, very dark and very foggy and you can't see the stars mm-hmm. and you are at the helm of the ship. The rudder is in your hands and you decide where it goes. And that's where it's your choice. It's on you to navigate, to get to where you have to be. Do whatever it takes to get there. Trust your instinct and go for it. And that's, that's those leap of, leaps of faith right there. That's what that is. You know, trust, trusting, trusting that you have a path already is a leap of faith in itself. Yeah. But trusting yourself above anything else, that is the true leap of faith. That you can do it. You've learned enough. You've done enough up to this point. And whatever you don't have on your side at that time, you have the courage and the will to overcome, to get through it anyways. Um, and turning that back to like the realignment, right, is knowing when it's time to say, hey, we're way off fucking course, man. Like we're by some mountains right now and we should be, we should be landing somewhere where it's, you know, pretty green and flat. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should, you know, turn the ship a little bit more towards the sun and go a little bit more that way, you know, doing yeah. that realignment and not being blind in your faith, but going with your instinct and trusting that. Right. And, you know, at, at some point, like, you know, you, you, you really spoke about like breaking things down, you know, to the, to the smallest level that you can. And it's like, it's almost like, like anal retentive in a way where you have to just be extremely precise with it. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it takes. Right. It's like, you, you just, you almost can't trust yourself with misplacing your time and your energy. So it's like, I have to take complete control and ownership of myself for now to manage that time effectively. Like you said, to be more effective for yourself, for your family, if you have a family, like you have to be the captain of the ship alone. Mm -hmm. You don't have a first mate. It's just fucking you right now. And you're calling the shots. You know, we're waking up at this time. We're getting this done. You know, we're working out. We're fucking, you know, doing what we got to do. And we're making shit happen. Hour by hour, if if that's what it takes. Minute by minute, if that's what it takes. But sometimes you just just have to rebuild that, that routine. And, yeah, like give yourself clear and precise purpose. Not because you forgot the goal or forgot where you started from, but because in order to get there, you need to see every single step that's ahead of you. Every single stroke of the oar, every single pull until you get there. Because in order for you to trust yourself, 
you've got to make sure that you are doing what it takes and you can see yourself doing what it takes. Sometimes it's not about seeing the finish line. It's about seeing that piece of earth or that part of the sea where you're moving to next and seeing that again and again and again until you cross the finish line and someone tells you to stop because you just, you just won the fucking race. The race against yourself. Boom. Mental blaster. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's... What you just said is huge. Because the why is is the end state. Right? The thing that keeps mm. you going. But if you focus, it's so weird because sometimes if you focus too hard on that alone, when you go through the hard shit and you don't get to the end state, it's easy to wonder why you didn't Mm -hmm. get to the end state because you went through some hard shit, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, sometimes it's based on comparisons of other people. Sometimes it's based on your expectations, but at the end of the day, we don't really know how long it's going to take. We have, we might have a goal, right? We might have a time frame in mind, but what happens when you're doing everything you need to do and more, but that time frame does not work out? Right. I, I promise you, that's when the shit is going to start getting dark. That's when the waves come. That's when the storms come. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's when you start to really start feeling like okay fuck me you know what i mean that's the negativity right there that's when the mindset changes that's when you really have to realize the time that you're experiencing in Mm -hmm. in other words when to keep pushing when to realize that you got to keep going The, the the only reason i bring this up is because when you focus too hard on the end state sometimes you get lost in what it actually takes to get there. So in my experience, in my experience of failing, I should say, it is more important to focus on the process that it takes to get to the end state than focusing on the end state itself. Because you can still get lost in the idea of, I want this, I should have this, but I forgot what it takes to actually get this. But when you focus on what it actually takes and doing it every single day, eventually you're going to get it. Does that make sense? Did I say that Absolutely. Right? Yeah. No. So it's, it's the focusing on the, the in-between. It's you, the focusing on the process, the replotting, the re-navigating, the, the realignment, it's focusing on all of that in order to get to the end state. That's what's more important. But when it gets so dark that you just feel lost as fuck, you have to remember, like we talked about in the beginning, you have to remember the end state. Because mm-hmm. if you forget the end state, you're lost. And it just becomes that much harder to get back on course. But you have to focus on the process. You have to focus on what it takes and the steps it takes. And, and sometimes it's 
sometimes it, the steps are not super complicated. It's just tedious. It's monotonous. It, it seems like it's never going to end because you have to repetitively do it back to back, nonstop, mm -hmm. day after day, night after night. Sometimes it just seems like it's never going to end because you have to do the same thing every time. But at the same time, you know, how many, how many, how many times do you think Michael Jordan, an extreme case, right? Shot the basketball up at the hoop, right? Probably hundreds of thousands of times Yeah, in his career. So when you look at that, when you look at it that way, you know, sometimes in your metaphorical being, you have to shoot the ball at the hoop or I don't even know basketball, but you know, you have to fucking throw the ball at the hoop hundreds of thousands of times in order to get to those multiple championships that he won uh, five mm -hmm. or six or seven or whatever it was. I think mm -hmm. it was six. You got to do it hundreds of thousands of times. So, and, and that's including you, practice too, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. That's like, that's not the game. That's practice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But but I mean, but it, like it, it that's isn't that just as real as you know every game, every championship. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I got two quick things. Two quick things I want to I want to say is like, you know, they say, you know, pra practice makes perfect, right? Well, no, that's wrong. They say perfect practice makes perfect, right? And that is so true, but in some ways it's a lie because like you can't be perfect all the time, but just being there, like mentally being where you're at, putting the work in, that's enough because when you're having a shitty practice, a shitty day at work, whatever it is, and you still just keep putting the effort in to be better. I would almost say that's worth more than having a, a practice or a work day where everything goes right. Because as we've talked about before numerous times, you know, it's, it's that adversity. It's that setbacks. It's those failures. That's what builds the character. That's what builds the, the champion spirit. And that is the heart of alpha injection. Yeah. Overcoming that failure by just, getting the fuck up and going for another round, getting back in the fight again and again and again until you win. Yep. Fuck dude, but it's hard. It's hard, man. And that's, that's the best part of it. Um, fuck. Yeah. I had something else I was going to say. Uh, Shit. Yep, it's gone. Dude, that's how good. you know we don't sleep enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. That's absolutely fucking right. Um, it'll, it'll come back to me. It'll come yeah, back sure. to me. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. But, dude, not, yeah, it's fucking... It's brutal, though, dude. Brutal. And everybody's path is different. Everybody's course is different. But not only that, everybody's mindset and the way they operate and think is different. So even if you and I went through the exact same thing, we would have a different thought process towards the event. Mm -hmm. You know, so 
your struggles might be different from my struggles, despite the fact we went through the exact same thing. Right. Think about that too. You know, that's tough, dude. I remember what I was going to say. It's like, uh, it's, it's that classic scene in the movie or, you know, paragraph in the book, right? Um, where like the hero, you know, he, he has that, you know, that's, uh, what's it called? That's, uh, that like little metal thing that you open up and it's got like a picture of your loved one or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Lock it. A lot of, yeah, exactly. A lot. He's got, got that locket with like a picture of his kids yeah. or his, his, you know, his love or yeah. whatever it is, you know, or he or she. And uh, they open it up and they look at it, right? And like they draw that inspiration to just keep going, you know? Yeah. And that takes a second. That's looking at the end goal. You mm-hmm. open it up and you look at it for just a second. And that's not reminding you that everything's going to be magically okay. And I'm going to get there, you know, because you know, the goal's there and I can do it. That, that reminder is okay. I've been, I've been a fucking pussy for too long in this movie or story. Right. <laughs> and you know what? Now it's time for It's time to get the hands dirty. It's time for that dirty work. And that's when they, you know, they, you know, they're on a fucking pirate ship and they, they're like fucking pulling all the sails at once somehow, you know, they're, full speed yeah. now. they're on a fucking yeah. spaceship and they fix some random shit. You know, it's like, that's when you put in the work, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, my angle is still there. It's still in sight, but like, it's not, I'm not looking at that locket 24 hours a day. Right. I look at that shit like once every now and then. And then I get my fucking hands dirty. And that's what I'm doing again and again and again is getting my hands dirty. And that's how, that's how we win. That's how we realign. We keep getting our fucking hands dirty. And mm-hmm. that's, that, that's that breaking down the routine, breaking down the schedule, like every fucking day if we have to. If we have to just keep doing it till we get a system that works, cool. I like that. Do it. Because yep. that's that's just effort. And you know what? The greatest thing of all, there's a point I wanted to make earlier, but you know, the whiskey just slips the brain, is that like we 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 keep realigning until we get into that perfect or near perfect alignment. Yep. And then we just ride that for a while, right? And then guess what happens next? Another fucking obstacle. We pop a fucking tire. Boom. And you know what? Maybe it's just a readjustment. Maybe we got the jack in the back of the truck and a spare tire to boot. And we can get that bitch back on the road right now. Or maybe we got to call roadside assistance. Turns out we also fucking broke an axle. Turns out transmission's leaking. It turns out the battery's dead, you know, and we got to just rebuild the whole fucking car. And you're 500 miles from civilization. Yep. Because you were on vacation oh. in Mexico, you know, like <laughs> it's just like, like, a fucking, <laughs> like a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> but it's, it's oh, like, God. what are you going to do to overcome that problem? Yep. 
How far are you willing to go to succeed? And sometimes it's, it's just a matter of life and death. You know, it's like, if I don't do this, I'm going to fail so bad that I'm going to be fucking homeless and my family's going to be homeless. Sometimes it's just like, I can't live with myself because I'm just going to be a piece of shit. And either one of those two things is just a fucking a failure that you cannot have because it's not a failure that you can come back from. It's just you giving up. So how do you beat that? That's the question. How do you beat that? Alpha injection. That's alpha injection. Boom. There it is. Because it's, it's a mindset. It's, it's, and it's, it's as much as we claim ownership of it, it is so much before our time, brother. It is, yeah, eons and millennia of men and women who have led that lifestyle before us. And we just put a name to it. That's it. That's our accomplishment. We put a name to it and we fucking live it. That's the great magic behind it. Is we in this day and age when everything beckons us to just consume merchandise and eat shitty fast food and fucking be lazy and spend all our time playing video games and watching TV. We say, fuck that. Fuck the comfort. Let's get uncomfortable. Let's thrive in the discomfort. And let's grow. Just like our ancestors intended. You want to know what's kind of crazy, too, is I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, but when you go through growth spurts, Mm -hmm. right? Like your legs ache. They hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're crying. You're like, Mom, rub my legs, please. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. I'm in pain. Yeah. Like you're, whatever, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah. Right. But, you're growing and it fucking hurts. And so think about that as an adult, right? Growing growth itself, whether mentally, physically, relationally, whatever, but growing fucking hurts, man. It does. God, it, it sucks. Does. <laughs> yep. It aches. Dude, like you don't sleep. Like it, it aches, dude. Your bones ache. You're fucking, you just want it to stop, but you can't do anything to make it stop. You just have to keep, you, I mean, you can't stop walking. Like you have to keep going <laughs> to where you're going, yeah. you know? Like growing sucks, dude. It hurts. But it does. When you put that into perspective, when you grow as an adult, you're going through hard times. You're going through painful times. You know, you're going through loss or or gain even, but gain in, in, a, in a negative way, right? And sometimes you have to get out of that. Um, maybe you're going through a terrible relationship, but 
what is important about those things? What is important about growing pains is partially knowing and searching for the positive. And I don't say that as like, you have to have, you know, this excited mindset. Oh, it hurts. I'm excited to see what's going to like, I'm not, no. Yeah. You don't have to be a fucking masochist. (laughs) Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't have to be a fucking prick about it. Right. (laughs) But it's just, it's just a matter of recognizing, okay, I'm going through some shit. This sucks, but I know something is going to come out of it. I know I'm going to learn something. I know I'm going to see why this is going to benefit me later down the road. It might be two years. Oh, it might be two years away. It might be tomorrow, but it's, it's just a matter of recognizing the idea that, or rec, I guess recognizing the fact that if you just sit there and wallow in sorrow all day long, forever, woe is me, then you're never going to grow. The growth comes from recognizing why this pain happened and what you can learn from the pain as an adult, right? And, um, you know, even like if, if put it into perspective of working out or bodybuilding, Bodybuilding is a great example because the hypertrophy or however you say it, hypertrophy or whatever. Yeah. The whatever. growth of the muscle, <laughs> you know, the growth of the muscle, right? It hurts. Like you're, you're literally putting yourself through pain, you know, the soreness, the, the pain of lifting whatever, 400 pounds, just as mm-hmm. an example, it hurts. And you, you you can grow from that like growth growth sucks growth hurts the pro i should say the process to grow hurts yeah but once you finish growing and you see it you look back on it and you're like damn okay now that now that makes sense that that shit, shit adds that up sucked that yeah crushed my heart or mm-hmm. or fucking put me through brutality mentally or whatever, now it makes sense, right? But typically, you don't see it until you get to the end. <laughs> yeah. That's the shitty part. That's, you don't see yeah. it until you get to the end. You become wise so, when it's past the time where wisdom would help, you know? Yep. Now, now it's time for you to pass the wisdom on, and the next generation yep. is too young and too wise to mm-hmm. receive it, as, as is all human generations, right? The time, the time when you could most benefit from the wisdom, that is when we're growing the most and struggling the most. And we're too headstrong to receive that wisdom, dude. You know? Yeah, man. But that's, that's, that's the beauty of the experience, right? Is none of us escape the human experience, you know, like we spend all this time in our teens, of course, growing and struggling then in our 20s, even more so, and usually in our 30s, even more so. And then once we start to get into our late 30s and our early 40s, that's like we've got a fucking handle on things, right? And like we're we're for the most part pretty in charge, you know. We've got you know, like a good financial foundation, you know, family. Um, you know, we've 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 got things under our control. And that's when like the reflection really begins, you know, that's, that's like well, the, the typical yeah. human condition because you know, let's think right now, like we do 
a pretty absurd amount of reflection and thinking already. And that yeah. is because we are putting so much effort into developing and changing and growing now that the mm-hmm. dividends that's going to pay, we're not going to have those wasted years where it's like, Oh, what was me? What if I had just done this or this or this Right. when I was young and healthy? It's like, when we're that age, it's going to be like, Oh my God, we did so much and we still have so much to do. It's going to be right. so fun and just, and just amazing because it's like, we are, we are, as as Caesar did when he was, you know, relatively young for his long lifespan, he conquered much of the Western world, which was the Western world at that time, at a relatively yeah. young age for his lifespan. But he still wanted so much more because he had that endless conqueror spirit. But for us now, it's like our conquest is ourselves. Because the world wants to take ourselves from us. It wants to cheapen it and dilute it and sell it for the lowest price it can. So in conquering ourselves, that is how we conquer the world. And we do it young. And we do it viciously and aggressively. And we build you know, that, that citadel for ourselves and our families against the world. That where we live on our own terms, we have what we want and they can't take from us. And that's, that is just like the prime goal, true, like reason to exist is to carve your own path where you live on your terms. No one else's. Yeah. And just to clarify, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about the age groups, right? Mm -hmm. The thirties and forties. And by the time we get to the forties, like we're set, we're good to go. We're, you know, we're, we're looking back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, we've done so much, but I need to do more, right? Exactly. That is the alpha mentality. But put yourself into the average mentality. Mm-hmm. What does that bring? It brings the middle, or what do they call it? The midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. Right? Yep. When you start looking back and you start thinking man, I just, I should have done this. I should have done that. Like I, I, I work, I didn't work hard enough or I worked uh-huh. too hard or, or whatever. Right. That's the average mentality. Yep. And what we're talking about here, by the time we get to 40, if we're not in the place of literally what we just spoke about, then we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know like, what truly. I mean? Like we fucked up, dude. But that's it's also important to know the why. This is why the this is why the why is so important. Because it sometimes it might it might take until you get to 40. Mm-hmm. Right? To to get to the end state of what you're trying to get to. Or I mean, again, everybody's different, right? So everybody's why is going to be different. Everybody's goal and end state is going to be different. But Jesus Christ, like most millionaires are 40 or 50 years old Mm -hmm. in between those ages. It's actually very rare to be under 40 and a millionaire. It is. When you really think about it, (laughs) you know, so it's like anybody under the age of 30 crying about not having any fucking money. Fuck you, dude. You Mm -hmm. have a lot more life to live. You have a lot more 
experience that you need. You have a lot more things to go under to, to get to where you need to go. Like it, the, if you're under, if you're 20 to 30 years old, just strictly speaking financially, and you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, like you are top of the line. Yeah. 20 to 30 years old. Yeah. That's, that's no fucking like joke. <laughs> for real. It's fucking crazy when you think about it that way too. And so this is also where the distractions and social media come in too, because what is it affecting mentally? It's, it's giving you that instant gratification, that instant satisfaction saying mm-hmm. you can be young and have all of this. So now that's what you're expecting, but you're not willing to go through what it takes to get there. Yeah. And now you're, now you're crying. Woe is me. Now you're crying, but I've done so much stuff and I don't have this whatever. I'm 29 years old and I'm not a millionaire. Surprise motherfucker. (laughs) You got more work to do. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're just about along the lines of everybody else, you know? Seriously. Dude, it's just, it's just fucking crazy to think about it that way for me anyway. And, uh, that, that mindset, that mindset to just follow the process, to focus on the process, but to keep the end state in mind and to not stop no matter fucking what to not stop. That's what it takes. That's what it it takes. And you and I are both still there. Like, don't get it twisted. We're not where we want to be. But we're doing what it takes to get there. I can tell you fucking that much. Mm-hmm. I think uh I think a good closing point to to bring this all together, right? To bring everything that we've said together over the night is we're we we are doing what it takes to get there, right? We constantly adapt. We overcome. We do. You know, do do or do not. There is no try. As the great Grandmaster Yoda said. Yeah. But through the whole thing, we can't forget to enjoy the ride, man. You know? It's true. That's true. Like, it's it's work most of the time. That doesn't mean we can't play too. Yeah. That doesn't mean we can't enjoy this magical fucking thing they call life. For all the hardships and struggles, like we gotta we gotta enjoy it. We gotta enjoy our youth while we're young and healthy and strong. As we as we get older and start slowing down, we gain that wisdom. And other other great gifts, and you just mm. you got to enjoy all things as they come. Enjoy the whole evolution, not just one part of it. And that part doesn't last forever. No part does. So you got to enjoy everything as it comes along. Every change that's made, find the value in it. Find the the beauty, and in just everyday life, and things that happen. Fucking. Go out and watch a sun, a fucking sunrise or a sunset, or you know, just sit out there and enjoy a full moon. 
and just bask in the beauty of that, you know, just like mm-hmm. sim- simple pleasures, a nice, cool, crisp fall morning, or even a nice, beautiful, hot summer day. Just the, the simple pleasures in life, you know, cold, cold glass of water when it's real hot out, a fucking, you know, ice cold whiskey when it's a nice hot summer night or a warm fucking glass of cider. I don't know when it's a chilly fucking fall, fall evening, like just the simple pleasures, man. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta remember to find beauty in that. It's, it's all or nothing in terms of accomplishing your goal, right? You either do or you don't, there's no halfway, but in, in that, in that process, there's so many little things to take in. You know, the, the relationships we build, you know, the brotherhood and the sisterhood, the families we create, the families that we have, the families that we raise. It's, it's such a process, such a beautiful thing. And we just, we can't, we can't forget to find the beauty in it, you know? Fucking yeah. tell people you love them, man. Like, tell people you love them. It's not weird. I mean, like, it can be weird if you do it at a weird time. You know, true, but or with a weird tone of voice, or a weird tone of voice, you know, or yeah. you know, sexual eye contact. You know, there there yeah. is a time and place for that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, fucking tell people you love them, man. Like, you know, give give it's it's sappy, but like give people hugs, man. Like, people need uh people need human contact. Tell people you care. Sometimes it's not you know surely just hey i care about you you know it's just like hey you know like i found this cool song i thought you really like it or you know like i read this good book you should read it too and you read that book or like at least you know read some of it because you know they recommend it to you they thought about you and they said you can grow from this or you're gonna like it because i thought i thought about what you like and you might like it share those things with people man share share what you love with them experience what they love when they share it with you your life will be so much better take people's advice that care about you and think about you and know you because sometimes they know what's better for you than you and that's just that's just part of that human experience sometimes that realignment comes from other people's recommendations i can honestly say like you know the social media cleansing that i've been doing is inspired from like your process you know that you uh you you brought to me and how i was like like you fucking inspired me to do that i I didn't really realize like how bad i was being with it until like you told us about like your social media cleanse i was like that's a good fucking idea you know and i started practicing that and i was like this dude's fucking onto something you know like (laughs) Dan's Dan's got a fucking <laughs> Dan's got something figured out right here. This is good. So. I like to think so. Yeah. Ah, fuck, man. It's heavy. It's heavy.
And do you have like a, a closing statement? You know what I mean? Like a simple, I don't know, one sentence. You know, because this this episode is heavy, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like this is a fucking <laughs> big one. This one, this, this one is a big one, dude. It's dense, man. There's a lot to unravel. Okay. Dude, and and I feel like we barely even tapped the surface, too, man. Like we we just kind of explained it a little bit, but there's so much depth, dude. There's so much, <laughs> there's so much that you can go into. Yeah, because everybody's experience is different. So, like, the only reason this is so prevalent for me is because I'm I'm currently going through it. Me too. And this isn't the first, <laughs> this isn't the first time either. But no, this is definitely the, like the deepest time. Yeah, you know so. It's like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I I guess I would just say, fuck shit up. Like, just don't stop. (laughs) Like, don't stop. Like, no matter what. Take a break if you have to, but fuck, man. Don't stop. Don't stop moving. I think, uh, I think that's, that's a fantastic way to sum it up. Don't stop moving. The only, the only thing I could add to that is just find 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 those simple pleasures again okay the the simple things that give you joy take out the excess take out the stimulants in your life take out the caffeine take out the nicotine take out anything that alters your state of mind just for a little bit. Get off social media. You don't have to delete anything. Just put your phone down for a little bit more. Get out in nature. If it's cold where you're at, you know, be appropriate. But just appreciate life around you, okay? The people that are in your life, talk to them more. You know, they always say that, you know, friendship is a two-way street, right? Maybe maybe it's your time to uh, go down the street. You know, maybe it's your turn. Mm, yeah, I know you're. I know. I know you're busy. This, this is for everyone. Like, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on. But sometimes we get so caught up in what our problems are and what we're doing that we neglect that someone else may may need a little bit more help, right? And that uh, maybe it's time to give a little bit more of yourself, you know, cause that that's, that's part of the growth is being able to give more to other people too. I think, uh, I think that that'll probably do it, you know? Yeah. I think that'll probably do it on my part, Dan. Well, I think that's, uh, acceptable. Yeah. Well, fuck. Until Until, next time, my brother. Until next time, Brother Dan. This has been uh, Alpha Injection, episode number six. And uh, we will see you all again very soon. Good night. Good night.